Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hello, all my naughty ones, and welcome back to Dr. Zoe Today. I have with me tonight the princess of hip-hop. She's recorded her first track at seven years old, went on to be the youngest act signed to Missy Elliott's label, the youngest to be affiliated with Slip and Slide Records, which is home to rappers Trina and Rick Ross. You may know her from her single that Beyonce featured on her website, Marilyn Monroe, and damn, she looks hot in that. Check that out. And one of her mixtapes. She has many mixtapes where she's collaborated with a lot of multi-platinum artists or even recently as a cast member on T.I.'s reality show, Sisterhood of Hip Hop. Welcome to the show, Brianna Perry. How are you? Hey, what's up? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. You have been in the game for so long. It's like, dang, girl, you are only 22 and you've done so much. It's crazy. But before we get started tonight, I want you to give out um, your social media sites so my listeners can keep up with everything that you're doing in your career. Yes, you can definitely um, follow me on Instagram at Brianna Perry. You can hit me on Twitter at Brianna the YRB. You can check out my official site, BriannaPerry.com. You can even find me on iTunes. A lot of those records you were just talking about are there available right now and on Google Play. It's your girl, Brianna Perry. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so tell me how this all got started. So you were born in Miami, right? <laughs> yes, born, in, born and raised in Miami, Florida, Day County, uh, 305. And like mm. you said, man, I got in the booth for the first time when I was seven years old. I was so young. <laughs> and uh, the, in, the independent label that I'm still signed to now, Po'Boy Music Group, they're pretty much, you know, that's my family. That That's my home. Even if I wasn't an artist right now, I'd probably have a job working at Po'Boy. So, okay. Um, so is that like, <laughs> is that like literally family? Because, I mean, you were seven. So, like, what was the connection there? Was somebody related to somebody or what? What was yeah, the story like there? Yeah, my, my uncle who um, passed away two years ago, um, rest in peace to him, we were extremely close. Like, he was just that uncle who just spoiled me and we spent Aww. so much time together. And he he was best friends with the, um, you know, the founder of Po'Boy Music Group, who was E-Class. So, um, you know, he... E class became my uncle too and you know, they, they grew up with my, my mom and my uncle and they all went to school together and they were always so close. So you know how that is. Like they yeah. they were family. So- so when you were like a kid, you're like hanging out at the studio. You're like yeah. you're like chilling at the studio. So yeah. like what what oh, happened anyway. so like what happened when you like how did it lead up to you getting in the booth when you're seven years old? Like I was I was yeah, I was like always really active and I always loved performing and entertaining. Like I used to um yeah. part, always participate in like spelling bees and, and school plays and Anything where I can get. Were you rapping? Were you rapping the spell at the spelling bee? Like this is how you spell this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you were like and doing that, it in like spoken word. <laughs> yeah, and I and I, I participated in like oratorical contests and poetry contests, and I I would win, and I was competing with. Um, mm. It went up to twelfth graders, so I used to compete in that. But I I always just had a knack for entertaining. Like I went to a performing arts uh, summer camp here in Miami, the Cultural Arts Center. So um, I just love to, to imitate what, what I was around. So at yeah. the studio, I would see them. It was like, oh, they're going in the booth. I can do that, too. I was just always a sponge and in the yeah. way. I literally begged them to let me go in the booth. <laughs> I, I begged them. So begged. as a kid, when you're only seven, how yeah. like were who were your musical influences? Were you, like, checking out, like, the latest and the greatest, or were you kind of, like, more in tune with, like, what was right there around you? I would say um, a good mixture of both, like, and I don't think I'm so blessed to have, I was around, like, such talented people like Rick Ross and, and Trick, yeah. and I, I admired them as people, too. So it's like, I feel like anything that they did, I kind of just would have took to it because they were just, <laughs> I don't know, like little superheroes to me. I, I love these people. I felt like they were um so empowered and, and so bossy, and I loved how they were 
in control of what they were doing in the studio. Those right. were their words, and they would go in and tell the engineer, put this. I, I just was always very intrigued by that, and they always seemed like, um, you know, self, self-made bosses. Like, they're, this is our business. <laughs> we own this building. Like, I just, I, I was like, I love this that. is it. I love that, self-made bosses. I always say self-made millionaires or self-made multimillionaires, but self-made bosses, that's what's up. So how old were you when you, like, met Trina? Was she, like, a mentor to you? Oh, my God. I was, I think I was too young. I'm too, I was probably too young to even remember because it's like I, I jog my memory and I feel like I've known these people my entire yeah. life. And then I, I look back, like, when I'm looking for throwback Thursday pictures and I'm having, like, <laughs> My birthday parties from way back then, and they're there, you know, at my parties. But that's I, hot. She, that's hot. She, that's nice. She's so she's always, been in your life for like ever, forever. And then when she, um, because what I what I got in the booth and did when I was seven years old, I think you can find it like online or something. It was like a huge deal here in Miami, and I, she heard it, and then um, I think I saw her, and she was like spit something or whatever, and. She just was so captivated. What she did you so spit? You know what's so funny? I was an agent in the music industry for years, hip-hop, R&B, uh-huh. and rap. And that's uh-huh. the first thing I would do. Like, people would send me all their demos and all this shit, and within 30 seconds, yeah. I'd pop it in, and you know. Like, this person is good. This person sucks. This is a waste of my time. Boom, boom, boom. And back then, it yeah. was, like, all CDs, and, you know, you're popping it in. It was, like, before, like, EPKs weren't, like, that popular. Yeah. And plus, even when EPKs first started coming out, it was, like, I want to see... Like, I want to see your 8x10s. I want to see what's up. So send me a press kit. So you get yeah. all these press kits, and you pop them in. And, like, the first thing I would do when I met them in person, I'd be like, spit some for me. So I want to know what you <laughs> spit for Trina. Oh, my, man. It was something about, like, um, being seven when I grew up. I'm going to be an attorney, my brother, making straight A's. It was, like, so crazy <laughs> on the playground. Not even to sit. Um, like I don't got no teeth when I come around. It was, it was something so crazy. Like, was, That's awesome. That's awesome. You're only 22. I got some years on you. So like right. you know, when I would spit someone, I was young. It was like you know, it was like way back, way 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 back. <laughs> But that's awesome. That is so cool. So she kind of took you underneath her wing, and she yeah, like she, she helped she develop you. Did. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, All right, she, so still so. She's still there, like the same the same way she was back in the day. Um, she's still so supportive, and I, I love her for that. That's awesome. That is awesome. So later mm-hmm. on, you get signed to Missy Elliott's label. How yeah. how old were you, and how did that come about? I think I was about I think I was about um, maybe like ten years old Damn. or eleven years old. Yeah, probably like 11 I years I thought you old. were like 12. You were even younger than that? I think, yeah. I think I was like 11, about to be 12. Or, okay. Because I was talking to her for about like two or three years. All right. So and how did that come was, about? Just knowing people in the industry or what? Um, Just, you know, um, Trina, she, um, she had knew about me. And then she kind of just started following everything that I had going on. Like I was performing um, all over like South Florida. Mm-hmm. And I used to have all my dancers, and, like, my show was put together. I used to bring the band out and all this. So she would, like, come out to a few of the shows, and Trina took me with her to um, BET's Rhapsody of the Basement and actually mm-hmm. made Best of the Booth with Big Tigger. And then he talked about me in, like, XXL magazine and nice. all of that. So I guess she was just like, okay. Because she, you know, she studies. She just doesn't see something once and like, okay, I like it. I want to sign it. So she had been, you know, following me. But just that that time period, it was just so I feel like it was so key to my career. Like I learned so All much. Right. So yeah. so you're like almost twelve years old. You get signed to Missy Elliott's label, and she was like, I mean, that's like during like you know some prime shit with Missy's career as well yeah, back then, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. on. And what's going on with you though, as a kid? Like, how did you deal with it? Did you like boys? Like, try to remember <laughs> back. Like, were you into boys? Like, when did you start like liking boys and getting attention? I'm sure you were getting attention before that, but like, when yeah. were you starting to get into boys? I feel like it was a little, probably a little later yeah. than, um, like, my friends, which is just so crazy because um, I was I was getting the attention as I was going older, but I was just, I mean, I'm still focused now, but I'm older, and I have other things going on, like, yeah. in my life, but then it was so, um, 
I wouldn't say like a robot, but it was just definitely. You were dri- kind of you're very driven. You're a very yeah, fucking driven girl, and I love that about you because I'm yeah. looking at it and I'm just like, damn, 22, like this this girl, like she's done so much already. And I usually yeah. like this is the age where people just get started. But you know what's yeah. good? It's like you're like a seasoned veteran. Like you've been around the block. You've been around the game for so long yeah, with hip hop and being an MC. So you know, like I mean, the music industry is it's a doggy dog world, and you know yes. what's up. So mm-hmm. a very yeah, it's very it can be very crazy. Okay, so yeah. let's so boys came later, but you're signed to, to Missy to Missy Elliott's label, yeah. and you're like about twelve, and then you work on a pretty extensive album with her label, and you guys yeah. like it was like a big project, and then you guys yeah. like part ways. Because yeah. of quote unquote creative motherfucking differences, whatever. Like, what really <laughs> fucking happened? This is Dr. Zoe today. You could say anything <laughs> you want. I want to know what everybody wants to know. What happened? You know, it was. Um, and I'm sure things are straight now, but like, what? Yeah, we're, back, we're still, back like, in the day, what happened? Yeah. We still communicate. Even when we split, it was amicable. Like, it was cool. Yeah. But um, I think we both were in different spaces. And, yeah. um, you know, my my project, especially back then, being such a young girl, it it just needed a lot of extra attention, and um, it just needed to be nurtured. And she was in a space too, where you know her career had to be the main focus, yeah. Because things were starting to go a little differently for her, yeah. And um, so her career and everything that she had going on had to become the the main and only priority. Right. At that time, and um, you know, it was cool because I I learned so much, um, just from you know being around. And she really is a workaholic, and she really is driven, and she puts so much yeah in, into everything that she does. So in that that yeah, time she's amazing. Being, being, Love her. Yeah, that's her. I'm a chubby chick, so you know, of course, like you know, I got that connection. <laughs> yeah, no, she, <laughs> no, I love she her. An incredible, she's incredible. She's an incredible person, and yeah. um, she taught me so much about not only music, but um, she was very encouraging with me with school. And man, she used to bless me. Like when I got those report cards, she would go ham and just you know, just life lessons and, and morals and just um, life sharing, life experiences. Okay, that I needed so. To know. You got, like, so much stuff we got to talk about. So then, so you're yeah. with her, and you leave, so you guys part ways. Then you yeah. get with International Music Group next, right? Is that correct? Flow Riders label? I, yeah, I, I wasn't, like, um, you know, um, they're really close to Po' Boy. Okay. Um, music music group, um, you know, Flow Riders actually signed to Po' Boy Music Group. Got and um, I got to, it wasn't, it wasn't anything contractual, right. but um, just, just out of love. And, um, you know, him being the major superstar artist that he is, he got to go and travel and perform in all of these crazy, um, crazy exotic places. And I was blessed to be able to accompany him on those trips to actually open for him and perform and just get a chance to see the world and see that it's it's so much more than just Okay, so how old are you doing? Right. Well, how old are you doing this time when you're going on tour and you're traveling? I feel like I was about maybe like um, was I seventeen or eighteen? Seventeen, eighteen? Were you like homeschooled? Or or, or maybe like sixteen, seventeen? I'm sorry, but it's it's around there. All right, so I know that you just graduated this last spring from the University of Miami. Yeah, Miami. Mm -hmm. Which, congratulations on that. That is awesome. Thank you. And you know what's insane? It's like I know because I'm a boss bitch and I got a career. I know Uh how hard it is. Like I just got my doctorate last year. I know how hard it is. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And congratulations (laughs) to you. Like, like it is uh it is definitely a talent within itself to keep your career your business life on track and be able to further your education as well. Yes. So the fact so when you're traveling and you're touring when you're 17 18 were you like homeschooled or were you already oh done with high God. school or what? It was no I, it was such a man it was at a critical time. Um I was like in 11 yeah the 11 and the, my 11th and 12th grade year, like I was on the road traveling, and yeah. when I tell you it was one of the it was it was one of the hardest things, but I guess it prepared me for being in college and then having to to cope with that and deal with that. Yeah, um, I had to 
man, I, I just look back now and it's like, how did I make it through that? It was like so many sleepless nights and I had to um, do a lot of my work before yeah. it was due and have it turned in before But look I at the leave. end result. You're a college yeah. graduate. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So obviously you paid your dues and did your due diligence in your academic life, which is amazing. Yeah. So that is like, I give you mad props for that. And Thank that should you. be like a great example to a lot of people up and coming out yeah, there. You I know, hope Because so. it's, it's tough. Okay, so then you released this single. Um, so was it when you came back from like being with Florida and you released a single, is it Fly Kicks? It was Fly Kicks, right? Yeah, fly kicks. Okay, and you're on BET's 106 and Park. Park, yeah. Okay, so you go. <laughs> so this was a big break in your career, correct? Yes, it was my first time um, being on 106 and Park um, for, with my own video. Okay, and, um, and I want you to think back, Brianna. Tell me, how old are you at this point? How old are um, you? Fly kicks. Okay, fly kicks was on Face Off. It must have been a fly kicks. Maybe still, I was like. You're still 18? really young. Okay, so you're still really young. Yeah. You're 18 years old. You're or, almost or, like probably 18 or 19, but I think it was. It had to be. I, I, I have to look on iTunes to see when it came, okay, came out. Okay, but, but this was the catalyst to you getting signed with Atlantic Records, correct? Actually, no. Okay. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe is um. Is what was the catalyst? So this came a yeah. little later. Okay, so yeah. December three years ago. Three years yeah. ago, you released the single Marilyn Monroe, which, holy shit, all you people listening out there, go Google it, find yes. it. This, it, Brianna, you are absolutely <laughs> beautiful. You are like, Thank oh, my you. God. Stunning, beautiful. She looks like a light mocha Marilyn Monroe. Yes, she does. She is <laughs> fucking beautiful. Maybe even more beautiful, honestly. Let's keep it real. Oh but anyway, so Marilyn Monroe single and Beyonce features it on her official website. Oh, man, so, yes. So when you got that news or however your people made that happen or whatever the case may be, I mean, you must have been like... It was because it was a shock to me. Like, that was that was all her. Like, no one, you know, oh, we're going to get B to post this. So it was a complete shock. And I think I was, man, was I think I was at UM. And then, like, I started getting tweets. And at first, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, oh, they have the wrong person or whatever. And then my friend, she sent me the link. Oh. She was like, wow, you made it. You made it now. You made it. Oh, so that's I'm looking, awesome. I'm like, oh, my God, I got noodle legs and, um, like, I got butterflies. And I was just so, so happy, man. That was such a special moment for me because, you know, this is a woman who I've always admired yeah. and, and respected and just to have her, you know, to even acknowledge me in that light back then because I, I got a chance to actually meet her and Daisy. So, um, but that, of course, that was before, man. It was the best thing ever. That's awesome. So did no, So when did you get signed to Atlantic? Was I got that... signed, um, yeah, around probably about three years, three years now. In okay. December, I'm thinking, yeah. Okay, so was, she um, puts it on her thing. So it was from it was basically from that single then from the Marilyn Monroe single that kind of like was the catalyst to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. They were re they were really excited about Marilyn Monroe. That is so cool. That is so awesome. And you're currently with Atlantic right now. Yes. Okay. Now bring me up to well. Let's take a little pause. Let's talk about personal life. Okay. Talk to me about, like, okay, so three years ago you have this awesome kind of, like, it's kind of like a breaking point in your career, definitely, because uh -huh. you've been in the game, you've been doing a lot of stuff, and it, even though you've been working with, you know, multi-platinum artists and all kinds of people, you know, mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry, this was still, like, this was a great point in your life. What was going on with you? What's been going on with you as far as relationships go? Um... Were you still just, like, focused on your career and putting it on the back burner? No, I, I feel like I was I was focused on my career, but, of course, like, I'm in college, I'm meeting new people, and I feel like I was just, like, a normal a normal girl in that sense um, where I was, I mean, trying to taste things, but definitely uh, dating and, and having fun at, at that time. And um, I was really I was really in a good good <laughs> I was really in a good space and I had friends like telling me to be cautious like you know your music and you're up on world star every other week and <laughs> yeah um you know so just be careful um 
the, the people really want to talk to you for you. And I, I was yeah, in a lot of those. Um, yeah, in a lot of those talks, but I definitely with any you know, kind of that comes along with any kind of success. You got the ones that want to yeah. ride you on your coattails, or the ones that yeah. are like, mm, "Mommy, you got you're gonna have money," and you know, la la la. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that's just, right. that's natural that comes with it. But let me ask you this: So, have you dated people in the industry, and you find like, or is it hard to find like a guy that can keep up with you, or um, uh, like what's <laughs> up with that? I, I would say, you know, I would say. You know, um, guys who aren't in the industry and the guys who are, um, they both have their, like, pros and cons. <laughs> Definitely, like, hey, but I guess it's, like, your personal preference or, or what you're into because, um, yeah, time time is definitely an essence. And you got to find people who are just on the same page you, as you. Are you going to be a, po- a politician when you get a little older, oh too? Oh, my you're getting so diplomatic with me. This is Dr. No, Zoe no. today. You got to tell me the dirt. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. No, but no, but really, listen. Like you know, um, guys who so you have you you know, say I, I I've you know I've met a guy who's who does what I who does what I do, and we have that connection because we both have a passion for music and we both have a passion for entertaining and we both have demanding schedules or we. You know, we both so have, you understand each other, but we understand still, each other. But the same things that'll that'll draw you together can also pull you apart. Right, like being in the spotlight, it's really difficult. Like this is what I deal with every single day. I'm a confidant to celebrities and people in the entertainment industry. And yeah. when two people that are in the spotlight are, you know, dating, and number one, it's so hard to keep your private life private. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then you have yeah. those relationships that are for publicity. You know, let's be real <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. You know, hey, uh-huh. like, oh, baby, let's go ahead and let's put this out there because it's going to be great for both of our careers. But when it comes down to something real, like, and it's two people in the industry, it seems like it's so difficult to keep it because rumors and this and that and people yeah, get in your business. Like, and then, and then this, and then there's always this. Your fans, you got so many fucking fans that want to get with you, and it's yeah. difficult to keep that, like, on your wraps. And not only that, but let's face it, let's be real. It's always more attractive when you're in the entertainment industry of any sort or a career or whatever when people yeah. think you're single. When people think you're single, yeah. it's like, then, it attracts more people. And then, like, when you're in a relationship, it has to be so on point because there's so much pressure. Exactly. And then that's where you have... Where you have a guy who who may not he's not an entertainer, but you know he does he's he's successful at doing something else mm-hmm. where he doesn't really understand. He don't get it. He don't understand that you know <laughs> he doesn't understand the lifestyle or how demanding it can be or right your your appearance uh, or your fans and how you have to come your across. image just, your brand yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. and, and they get like, all jealous and then that causes a problem <laughs> yeah I got you yeah so it's just like it's real hectic man to be in this thing and, <laughs> and it's it's hectic. <laughs> It's hectic, but a girl's got to get hers, so I hope you're okay. Yes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. All right, so bring me – okay, good, good, good. All right, now bring me up to date, and oh, my gosh, I saw, like, your Instagram post about being on the show. Thank you. And then I saw a couple of your videos, and you got this cute little necklace, and I'm like, damn, nobody bought me that. I get presents all the time. Damn, little day <laughs> necklace. I'm like, Oh, I'm yes. like, that is so cute. That's so cute, yes. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank mad you. props to whoever got you that. Okay. Now, bring <laughs> right. me up to date. You are, um, so with T.I. Sisterhood of Hip Hop. So yeah. let's talk about that. Is it coming up another season? How did you like being on the show? What's up with I that? Can, um, I would, if I, you know, I would definitely be expecting a season two. You know, they're telling us to kind of keep the muzzle on about it. If I was, you know, a fan of the show, I would definitely <laughs> be. Um, I'm just saying. But um, it was so, it was really fun for me. Um, at first I was a little I was a little nervous just because I had never done anything um, like that before. But um, just signing up and being able to be a part of the show and just have so many new people tap into me and my music and yes. see me not only as an artist but as a daughter, as a student, and to see just the kind of struggles that I have personally. And, you know, people walk up to me and tell me, you know, I, I was going through the same thing. They might not have been an artist, but they had something else that they were trying to achieve while they were in school. So it was cool, and I'm, I'm happy that people – like, I'm happy that the show lined up with that aspect of my life. Yeah, so time. you're – 
Yeah, uh, so you're happy with the way they de- depicted you in the in this series. Like cuz a lot of times like I've been approached about reality shows and being a life coach to people on reality shows and a yes. lot of it is scripted and I'm like, "No, I'm all my whole brand is about being authentic. If I can't be me, then fuck that." And I don't yes. like having a lot of FCC regulations as you know. I got like a potty mouth sometimes. I'm very blunt. <laughs> So, yes. you know, I want to be able to speak my mind. And yes. so, but one thing that was so weird is one of the deals that came across the table in the past couple months was a scripted reality show. And I'm like, isn't that like an oxymoron? It's a fucking reality show. Why is it scripted? Why is it scripted? But this is something like I have a bunch of celebrity coaches with my company, Catapult Enterprises, and a lot of them have been on reality shows and stuff. And something that they sometimes have a problem with is how they are edited, how they are depicted, but you were happy with this so you're pleased with yeah, it so certain to, to a certain degree i feel like um people don't really know my mother mm-hmm. um and how how hard my mother goes for me um mm. as my as my manager and she's so key to my life period and um tell me so about that, your mom was she a single mom did you have mommy and daddy in your life growing up what's oh, yeah, the story yeah. my, my parents my parents are like we're like high school sweethearts they're they're married now and um, my, my mother and my father, they're like fire and ice. My mother, she's very, like, she's big. She's outspoken. Mm. She's the life of the party, and my dad is more. I'm more my dad. And I have a younger brother, and he's more my mom. And me and my dad, <laughs> we're like the mellow side. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. very chill. And, but your mom's um, yeah, a hard I, worker, and she always has your back. Yeah, so on the show, like, I feel like who she really was, it was a showcase at its best at the show, like, sometimes. But, I mean... She's a she's a trooper and um she's That's like awesome. well as long as it was me and not you um <laughs> she's well- a trooper. That's, you know, that's really cool that she has that attitude and, you know, being, you know, I mean, being a, a mom and being your manager and watching out for you and stuff. I mean, it's awesome that you have somebody in your life like that that you can trust because, yeah. you know, I'm Greek and Italian, so we're all about the family. Like, we're all about, yeah. listen, we're going to have businesses. We're never going to work for anybody else. We're, we're always going to work for ourselves and nobody yeah. else, but yeah. we're always going to hire family when we can hire family. And so yeah. the fact that you have your mom represent you is like that's awesome because it's somebody that you can really trust and you know yep. how tough it is in this industry to have people that you can trust but speaking of the industry who has been your favorite person to work with like because you've worked with um, a lot of awesome people i i've worked with a lot a lot of um a lot of very talented people but i'd say um trey songs he was um he was really cool to work with he's he's so talented and um, he actually records his own his own vocals. He engineers his own sessions, and mm. he just kind of um, I feel like he just took the record. We have a record together called Good. It was on my uh, my last mixtape, Symphony Number no. Nine. Download it, check it out if you haven't already. But um, he was really really dope, and he kind of just came up came up with everything like on the spot, and mm. just the, the session was a lot of good energy and. So he's one of my favorites. Okay. So bring me up to date with your current projects. I know you're like this beautiful little badass princess of hip-hop. <laughs> I know you're a hustler as well. Like you've yes. got that work ethic down and you're only 22 and you've done so much. <laughs> so what's in the works for 2015? I'm I'm so excited. Um, you know, for the, for the new year, um, I have new music. That is, is going to be so, so amazing. I'm so inspired. I don't know if you guys have checked out the J. Cole album and just everything that he, he's done with his, his last project was so inspirational to me. But, yeah, 2015, I'm just I'm just letting people know that the real is still here and um, just bringing authentic music, true music, more sisterhood of hip-hop. And just I feel like the Brianna Perry brand and everything that I represent, I'm about to be introducing a lot of new things to my fans, and I'm just really excited. That is awesome. We are going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to answer your questions about love, sex, and relationships with Brianna Perry. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Are you a leader in your industry? A high-performance male on the cutting edge of business, sports, or entertainment with no one you can trust to talk to about relationships, financial, or career issues? Dr. Zoe has been a confidant to men just like you for over a decade. Get the secret weapon in your corner and become one of her VIP clients today. Go to catapultent.com 
That's K-A-D-A-P-U-L-T-E-N-T.com. Or call 1-844-MY-DOCTOR-ZOE. That's 1-844-MY-DOCTOR-ZOE. Okay. Everyone listening, if you have a question about love, sex, or relationships, you can tap on the Ask Dr. Zoe tab right in the app or go to drzoetoday.com and submit your question there. Brianna, are you ready to answer some of these questions from my crazy-ass listeners? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right. It gets a little naughty sometimes, but we'll, I will like try to keep it toned down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Michael writes in, he put, my girlfriend and I got accepted at different universities, but we're still doing the long distance thing. I came home for Thanksgiving to find out that she's in a secret relationship with my best friend since the beginning of the semester. She says she doesn't love him. She loves me, but I can't seem to forgive her or catch my breath. What should I do? I'll let you go ahead and answer first. (laughs) Oh, my God. First of all, she is a trifling yeah. As, a, as a female, that is that is so trifling. I think I you agree. just need to leave her. What do they What do they call hoes these days? Thoughts. Thoughts. <laughs> thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> what the hell is that? Who came up with that? I don't get that. Is that, that an acronym that, for that something? Hole, that hoe over there. Oh, that so, hoe yeah, over so, there. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so she's we, definitely a hoe. Yeah, we need to leave that thought in a, in a permanent timeout. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that. I feel like, yeah. damn. I, I was just like, uh, she's a thought, but I didn't know what the hell it stood for. Okay, good. All right, yeah, so go ahead. She's in a permanent timeout. She's going to be in a permanent yeah. timeout, and, and you're going to move on. And um, Yeah. It, it may hurt because you're, you're never really going to truly forgive her. It's always going to be in the back of your mind because she's disrespectful. Not only did she betray your trust, and she was very disrespectful with it. Your best friend. No, yeah, trust me, no. there is a better woman out there for you. Michael, don't let play her yourself. go. Yeah. yeah, don't play yourself with that thought. Cause she'll exactly. Do that. She'll do that again, and maybe next time, who knows, it'll be your brother. So we just got to <laughs> leave her. <laughs> like, we got to leave her with Oh, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Right. All right. All right, Lori writes in, I agree with you 100%. You got to let her go, Michael, and move on. Thanks for writing in. We appreciate it. All right, Lori writes in, she put, I'm 19, but I have a fake ID. I met a guy at a club, and we've been dating for several weeks. I don't know if I should tell him that I'm not 21 or not. What do you think? Oh, man. Yeah, you you got to tell him. You you have to tell him. Yes. That, yeah. I agree. You, you got to tell him because you're going to get busted eventually, and then you don't want to start off the relationship with, like, a mistrust. Except with a lie. Yeah, yeah with a lie. So I would just be like, that. baby, I would tell him, I would just be like, baby, you know what, when we met, like, I had a fake ID, and I'm only 19, but that doesn't change anything, right? I would, like, assume yeah. the sale. It's called assuming the sale. But that doesn't change <laughs> anything, right, baby? Like, you are already, like, assume it, and you just speak it, and, like, your words have so much power, but power. you've got... Yeah, you yeah. gotta tell him. Oh, yeah. you know, I meant to. I was a nineteen. Uh, I didn't say that was a fake ID that night in the club. <laughs> I, I meant to tell you, but I'm sure you know it's. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to tell him though. Tell him while you're messing know. around. That'll go around. That'll go over. Oh good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyrone writes in. He said, "I saw you're having Brianna Perry on your show. My son is turning 16 this." Spring, and I would love for her to come perform at his party. How do I get oh, in touch? Wow. How do I get in touch with her? Oh my gosh, that's so cool! Um, you definitely can hit my my booking my booking line. Like, um, it's on my Twitter, it's on my Instagram. So, so give you out your Instagram again, yeah. just in case he's listening right now. The Instagram again is is at Brianna Perry, and the Twitter is at Brianna the YRB. Okay. All right, so Tyrone, thanks for writing in, and go ahead and, and hit her up. And uh, her booking information is right on the top of her Instagram. I know yes. that. I've seen it. Okay. All right, Justin writes in, I've been married for three years. I love my wife, but whenever she's mad at me, she withholds sex. I don't think there's anything wrong with me that I need sex. I don't want to cheat on her, but if she keeps being a cold fish, what am I supposed to do? Like, I deal with this all the time because, you know, I'm the confidential coach, and I hear this all the time. And, ladies, let me tell you something. I heard a story today about a lady who she was married for a year. She asked her husband to clean the garage. He didn't clean the garage. She didn't talk to him for two weeks. 
All right. So, bottom line, ladies, this is why you're all out there saying that men are dogs, men are pigs, men are this, men are that. You can't <laughs> use sex as a weapon, especially when you're married. If anything, and baby girl, I'm sorry, I'm about to get a little crude here, but <laughs> Brianna, if anything, you need to make sure his balls are drained before he leaves the house. You take care <laughs> of your man because when he goes out there, he's gonna be looking and he's gonna cheat and he's gonna. There's no reason for this, and you don't know how many men I talk to that are married, and they're telling me that they're only getting sex, like, on their birthdays or, like, something or, like, every, you know, like, once a week is good. Like, I hear stories about months going by where people are not having sex. You cannot, you wonder why men are cheating. You cannot (laughs) punish your man with sex. That's the worst thing you can do. So I understand. Yeah. So Justin, I understand your dilemma, but you need to communicate with her. I need to be like, baby, listen, and you need to tell her exactly what you wrote in to to our show. You got to tell her the same thing. Say, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with me. That I'm a man and I need sex. I don't want to cheat on you, but you know, you keep being a cold fish like this. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, so ladies, ladies need to pay attention. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with that, Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you think that's crazy? Like you get married yeah. and then you're gonna use sex as a weapon. Like, damn, you wonder why there's so much divorce, right? I know. Yeah, that that seems a little. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll let you. I'll let you talk on the next one. All right, Matthew. I'm a breakout artist. I just got a record deal, but I'm not happy with the way the label or management is treating me. I feel like they are not giving me enough attention, and it's making me discouraged. What should I do? So, being in the music industry, like you know, definitely you got to get a third party involved, whether it's an attorney, whether it's you can look at my company, catapultent.com. It's K-A-T-A-P-U-L-T-E. You know, confidentially, we can help advise you on what to do. Or let's hear what Brianna Perry has to say. What do you think? Yeah, um, man, that's a yeah. You definitely got to get legal involved with that, yeah. and um, that, it's very unfortunate. And it's gonna get a little nasty depending on how you know. Sometimes they out of spite, they might not want to let you go. They might want to drag you just just because. Mm-hmm. So. Um, definitely get you some attorneys and, and, and just be ready to fight because it's going to be a fight trying to get out of This is really common. This is really yeah. common too, Matthew. It's not like this happens all the time. This happens yeah. all the time. So that's why my first advice to artists would be that, you know, that are starting out, like always watch the contractual relationships. Make mm-hmm. sure you fine tooth, you know, that contract like with a fine tooth comb because you don't you always want to have the option if they're not performing their end of it that you have an option to be released. Yeah. And you got to watch the contractual relationships. You really and do. So many artists are out there that are in legal, you know, they're tied up in legal battles and they're not able to move forward with a career because of stuff like this. So, um, you know, do your due diligence, find out your best options, and just know you're not out there alone. This happens a lot. Okay, Emily writes in and says, I'm 24, I really want a relationship, but I'm kind of shy. I don't like loud places like clubs and bars. How can I meet someone outside the normal scene of people my age? Age. What do you say? Oh man, I, I, it's gonna be so hard for me to answer this question. And I don't know if it's just maybe it's we're close in age, but it's really hard to meet people. I, yeah. I, it's 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 really really hard to meet people. But I don't know. Um, maybe if you, I don't know what to say. Like if you aren't meeting people at your job or um. Out at the mall. I don't want to not give you any <laughs> hope, right? Like I don't want to not give any hope. Like, oh my God, you're not going to meet anybody if you don't. Exactly, go out. like Emily. Like, okay, so you're not going to like go to the library and it's nice and quiet and hook up and meet someone. <laughs> you're not going to like go to the grocery store and like pick up a banana and you know because you're obviously shy, you know, whatever, or orange or apple for that sake. Like, where do you expect to meet people? So you, Emily, there is a saying: it's everything that you desire is right out outside your comfort level. So I think what it is, Mm. Emily, is you're going to have to get a little bit outside your comfort level. If there's something you're interested in, like you have a hobby or something like that, like find if there's a group that meets up in your town or your city, you know, find something like that maybe. But honestly, Mm -hmm. I think, Emily, you're going to have to like build your self-confidence 
and don't be afraid to talk to people. Like, put yourself in situations where you could communicate with people. And there's always online, which is whacked, but whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you can, like, always meet people. It's always, I don't know, sometimes that turns out really good, and sometimes it doesn't turn out so good. So, you know, <laughs> we wish you luck, Emily. All right, Josh uh, writes in, my whole life I've struggled to be in a long-term relationship. I don't know why, but after a few months, the same girl just can't get me hard anymore. It doesn't matter how hot she is or how good the sex is. Is something wrong with me? Oh my God, that that does seem a little sad. <laughs> um. <laughs> I love the way you said that. You're like, that does seem a little sad. <laughs> um, yeah, you you might have yeah. to go get that checked out. Yeah, well, he's saying like he's after a couple months, so I think mm-hmm. like yeah. he's with a girl. He, just gets, he gets so bored. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you just you just are spending too much time with the wrong girls. Exactly. Um, that would be that would be something like you need to find somebody you're compatible with that can keep your juice yeah. going longer than a couple months. But also, yeah. I think that a big part of this, Brianna, is the society we live in today. Like porn is oh. so accessible, and it's just like yes. boom, 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 and you can open fifty tabs of fifty women doing different things, and it's just yeah. like it's a product of this generation. And oh well, yeah, our it's, yeah. our generation is in trouble. Like I feel like. And it's so sad to say, but you know we just have a different understanding and for love, and we yeah. I, I don't even think our generation really understands what true love is um and it's just it's really killing it, man. It's so much broken now we have so many broken families and yeah, and it's just and I can go on and on and on, but it's yeah, it's just you have the the thirst that's just you know on social media, social media period is just killing. Nothing is sacred anymore. Nothing is valued. Um, even now to a woman's body, yeah, you can just get on get online, and it's just a lot going on. There really <laughs> it's a is a lot going on in the world. But um, yeah, he, yeah, uh, he got he got to make some better choices. Exactly. Josh, first of all, find somebody you're compatible with. Second of all, if you do watch a lot of porn and stuff like that, try to, like, chill out on that and focus on the girl you're with and, like, whatever her beautiful features are, if it's her lips, her eyes, her titties, her ass, whatever it is that drives you crazy, her calves, whatever it is. You know, just focus on that and think about, like, try to connect with your partner on, like, a deeper level, not just sexually. Like, make make sure there's something deeper going on that you guys can laugh together, that you have, like, some of the same beliefs or, you know, things that you like. If there's a connection other than sex, what's happening is you're hooking up with people, the pheromones are wearing off, and then you're bored. But if you initially take the time to connect with somebody who you have some things in common with, and then you really want... That longevity with them It's going to be a choice Every morning when you wake up After those pheromones And that beginning And that newness wears off It could be three months It could be six months It could be a year It could be three years But eventually It's going to wear off The key is Is finding somebody Who realizes that And knows that you're going to Keep it spicy after that Yeah because There's a million Beautiful women Like you can You like A body part You can look up A million Relationship. You can look up a million people. You can just put in like collarbone. <laughs> right. Like you can, you can really. So it's like if that's what's keeping you where you are currently, yeah. that is, is is surely not enough because it's just so much. You definitely, I, I agree with you. You have to go to a deeper, to a deeper yeah. level to really connect because if it's just of a girl, she's bad. She's a bad girl. It's a million bad girls in the world. And that's what I try to tell people. Like. You can't get so caught caught up on just the physical order of looks. It's like, what else do you have to offer? Exactly, exactly. That's I mean, really. and for us, for us girls too. I mean, come on. Yeah. There's so there's some fine ass guys out there, but then yeah. when they open their mouth. They're so fucking oh. stupid. And then the yeah. ones that are actually have a successful career and they're making something happen, a lot of times they ain't so fine. So you yeah. know, it's hard <laughs> to find everything in their one package. One you know person, what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. so when you meet someone. That it's like, okay, you know what? Well, maybe he's not a multimillionaire, but like he's got a good work ethic, and he's, you know, he he he's 
striving to be something else. And, you know, yeah. he looks good and he's intelligent and he has a good heart. Okay, maybe I need to – you don't want to settle, but you've got to be realistic, too. It's difficult to find everything in one package for us girls, too. It's not just – it's just not the men out there. You know what I'm saying? It's for us, too. I think so. I think so for myself. I'll yes, for myself. It's, it's I definitely what do you think? Works both ways. Yeah, I feel like um, let's see. I, I feel like it's, it's give and take with, with everything. It's, it all goes by what's what's important to you. And yeah, I don't like the physical isn't at the top of my <laughs> isn't at the top of my list. Just you're you're not gonna I'm wake up with no ugly guy with some bucky ass teeth and shit though. No, 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 no. But it's like it, it, all, depends on, like, it all depends on what's what's attractive yeah. to you. Like the things that right, are attractive to right. me. You know, uh, or <laughs> I don't, I'm not even gonna get into what like what's attractive to me, but I feel like um. Dang, girl, you are so political. I know you need to no, go into politics. I'm just no, joking, but, but I hear what you're saying be because like, like power, like like a, a man who is a, a leader, like having mm-hmm. leadership skills. That that's yeah. that's super sexy to me because that yeah. lets me know that you can be a boss, and I feel like right. I'm a boss, so you can lead me one day. So that that's sexy to me. Um, knowing how to make good decisions. And, I'm telling and you having, now. Nobody is going to lead you. You're still young. You're 22 years old. And the way that you've accomplished so many things, you want someone, and I say this on the show all the time, you want someone that could be a boss by your side. You want somebody yeah, that can yeah. support you and and encourage you and be there for you and understand that you're on your grind and you do the same for him and you walk side by side because once yeah. he gets in front of you, you're going to be like, hold up, like I'm a boss bitch. You can't get in front of me and yeah, tell me yeah, what see, to do. Okay. Because I just, got, I just went through that. I got together with someone, and we were amazing in business together. But as soon as I got married to him, I had to get a divorce. Unfortunately, people and all you Christian folks, you just chill out. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, I had to because, like, two weeks after we got married, he was like, I don't like what you do. I don't want you doing this. You're mine now, da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, no. Like, no. And he became, like, very controlling and manipulative and very, like, even got, like, very angry because he couldn't control. Me and there was no way. So the key is to find somebody that is like your, like you, like the yin and the yang, like the other half, yeah. somebody you just drive with. And I love what you said because you're right. We're all individuals, so everybody's what we're attracted to is totally different. Our sexual appetite is totally different. That's another yeah. thing. People got to be really careful. If you're a level three freak and you get together with a level ten freak, it ain't gonna work. You got to make sure <laughs> you guys sexually are on the same page. Spiritually are on the same page in every way. So, yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's go to the next question. Bradley, uh, let's see here. When my ex and I broke up, she threw all my stuff out in the rain, contacted every person we know, trash-talking me, posted horrible pictures of me online for about a month, and took a baseball bat to my brand-new Mustang. Am I, oh crazy? Am I crazy for wanting her back? What would you say to Bradley, Brianna? <laughs> oh, she's dangerous. She's dangerous. I don't know. I don't know. You might. Like, you might I'm have to sorry. Put that one in a permanent timeout too. I, I, That's so funny how you say that permanent timeout for you. Yeah, really. Because yeah. I don't know, man. Next time she's gonna go harder than she did this time, and it, it, it's. And I don't know. I don't want to judge the y'all situation. But most times, when it's, like, crazy and chaotic like this, is always the next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that, Bradley, I think you're addicted to drama, and you need to realize <laughs> that you're just you're just addicted to drama, baby. It's a cycle you got to break, and you'll get sick yeah. of it. And then when some crazy-ass bitch does something really crazy, and, you know, right now it's like, ooh, this is dangerous. This is fun. I like this. Fun, yeah. But, you know, thrill. and what's going to happen is something really bad is going to happen if you keep on, you know, with crazy-ass bitches like that. Okay, Alexis, let's see. Alexis writes in and says, I have a question I'd like to ask Brianna. I'm a young black woman. I think Brianna is beautiful. Has she ever been with a woman? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I haven't. No. She's like, no, no. <laughs> All right, we're I not going to judge you, Alexis. Alexis, that is your choice. and you know, but, Yeah, but I love all my fans. Exactly. And, just, and keep loving me and keep supporting me. Oh, you I know, the biggest, appreciate it. the biggest compliment is when a beautiful woman is attracted to you and thinks you're beautiful because most bitches yeah. are haters. So oh, absolutely. I always love when.
when when women <laughs> hit on me or women are attracted to me, I'm just like, that is like the greatest compliment because usually women are like, who she thinks she is? La, 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 la. You know how it is. You know how yeah. it is. All right. Well, one more time, I want you to go ahead and give out all your information to my listeners so they can keep up with everything that you're doing. Yes, you can definitely follow me on Instagram at Brianna Perry. You can follow me on Twitter at Brianna the YRB. You can check out my official site, BriannaPerry.com, and you can also download my brand new single since you left on iTunes and Google Play right now. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. And Thank to all you, you. Yes, and you got to come back and keep us updated oh, yeah. on what's fun. going on with you, girl. And to <laughs> all my naughty ones out there listening, be sure to tune in next time for more real, raw, relevant information on love, sex, and relationships. And yes. we're going to leave you with a little freestyling. Uh-huh. Rihanna. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes, this intro is a little long, but just hold up. Just hold up a minute. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. I love this. I don't fuck with none of y'all. See my naked truth, white cloud over y'all. I'm so narcissistic. I don't want to be a rapper because they unrealistic. Kill my whole family, really? It's real niggas out here shaking their asses, bitches buying their titties. It's okay, you don't feel me because I ain't doing the most. They be insta Selling souls for posts How they rapping about trapping Ain't scared of the DA I got them scared to take shots AA Brianna Parry Destined for Grammy Let me overstate it I am underrated They heads blew up When they ass got inflated Leave a bitter post Cause I'm aimed at your favorite I ain't, I ain't come from much But I got drive With my hand on the clutch Probably up and live Flicking up with your crush You know I'ma get it How I live Nigga what Man I'm so cool I just be chilling shit Love me cause I'm humble Even though I know I'm killing shit Keep my mama around Cause she might hit a shit Friends ain't friends They be hit or miss I had kin to me Turned into me So just in me Everybody ain't near to me Understand that They left me up a star Are you kidding me Now I'm in the house And it came with amenities Yes shit Yes see Frenchie Lying bitch niggas on Wednesday I don't fuck with you You little stupid ass bitch